0: So if your overarching is I want to feel an abundance of excitement every day through freedom and ease in my life, that is now your measuring tool to say, okay, if I want this, does it give me this feeling? Because oftentimes we're going and seeking and searching to earn, to be able to pay for this life that we can't even enjoy. But if the overarching is I'm going after excitement and freedom and ease, and if it doesn't line up to that, that I'm saying no to everything else because it's not allowing me to feel that way, then that's like your barometer. So those are a couple of questions that people can use, first of all, to get really clear on what do I want and how do I want to feel.
1: Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen. Listen. It's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. Welcome, my lovelies. You are in for a super special treat today because we are going to be talking to a badass woman in the game, as we always do. Her name is Carmen Oling. And we are beginning the year when we are recording this. We are at the very first week of 2022. And Carmen and I have become new friends. And when I found out about what she does and what she teaches, I was like, oh my goodness, we need to talk about this on the podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about this queen. Okay, so Carmen is an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, holistic life coach, and former corporate executive. She has also served as an expert on many media outlets, such as Fox News, Living Local, and a variety of health and women-centric podcasts. Carmen has traveled the country as the founder of the Permission Slip Retreat to highlight critical issues for women and to create a better understanding about harnessing the authentic power that is inside each of us in order to design a life we truly desire. Carmen's work is dedicated to redefining success for ambitious women to take back control of their life, their health, and their business. Welcome to the Juicy CEO stage,
0: Carmen. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to get juicy. And I loved
1: all those words. I was just receiving it all. I have to say you have such a healthy glow right now. I know you were saying before we started recording that you were not feeling well. You were sick all last week, but you look super glowy right now. And I'm wondering if you've been in the sun and that has something to do with it because I'm super jealous.
0: That could be. You know, I live in Miami Beach. So I do make it a point to get sun, especially first thing in the morning, without sunscreen right into my eyes to get that circadian rhythm going, balance my hormones, feel so good and take breaks often walking in the sun. So I feel truly blessed. I call it my bliss bubble here in Miami Beach. Where do you live? I live in this bliss bubble.
1: (laughs) Okay. We're super jealous of you right now as we battle the many different types of weathers over here in Canada. And probably other places in the United States who from wherever people are listening. But I would love it if you started off by telling everybody a little bit about what you do, who you help. And then I want to get into the nitty gritty of why I was like, this is a conversation that had to be had.
0: Yes. So the work that I do is I work with ambitious women, just like you said, to take back their life, business and health, because oftentimes as ambitious women, we are going after those goals. We are doing whatever it takes to reach that career goal, to reach that business goal, to reach that health goal, to reach that family goal. And then we forget about ourselves and we start choosing something other than ourselves. So I work with women one-on-one in my private coaching and mentoring practice. I host retreats across the nation to bring women together to remember who they are and to start choosing themselves again. And I also have a podcast, the Permission Slip Podcast, that gives you little tidbits that you can just take away and listen, implement it into your life. And it's going to make a difference each time that you listen to that podcast. And so it's just rinse and repeat on that. So just connecting with women and showing them that there's a different way to live and a different way to be, and we can have it all and we can do it all. Just most of the time, it's not going to be
1: all at the exact same time. I love that. Yes, we can have it all and do it all. just not at the exact same time at the sacrifice of ourselves. So- That is, that's really what came up in our conversation offline, which was you talked about how you teach women like how to prevent burnout and how to create boundaries as well. And this was like such a hot topic for me, my clients, especially at the end of 2021. So that's what had my spidey senses like perk up. I was like, whoa, let's talk about that. So first, I'd love if you just told people what is burnout at all, because I feel like we need like a, some kind of definition. So people can be like, I've been there or done that.
0: Yes. And so most women that come to me are at a stage of burnout or have experienced it multiple times. And so the most common symptoms that I see are people feeling like they're feeling stuck, people feeling unmotivated, even if it's around their passion or their purpose in life, they're lacking motivation. They stop doing things for fun And all they're doing is working or focusing on goals. They have aches in particular areas of their body, ailments that often comes up in a similar area. They start having health issues that they've never experienced in their life, even though they might be quote unquote, doing all the things working out and eating right, and maybe having a morning ritual that they still are feeling off. And so lack of motivation and lack of anything else other than going for their goals is usually going to be a good sign that there is some level of
1: burnout. Hmm. How can you see it coming? This is like one of the biggest things I've always wondered. I just feel like sometimes when I get to the point of burnout, it's too late. I'm already here, right? So we'll talk about how to get out of it. But like, how can we notice, like, what are some of the signs? I know the, the lack of motivation, definitely I could see, but is there Is there stuff where we can just like, because these women are probably like running at a hundred miles an hour, like where do they, how do they see the sign before it's too late? Mm -hmm. Often they don't. And so I just want to, I want to put that
0: out there because it's so common and we are often judging and comparing ourselves to other women. So I want people to know that oftentimes we are not taught in society to listen to our own inner voice, to listen to our own intuition, to understand what's happening in our body. We're often disconnected from our physical self and our spiritual self, and we're seeking outside of ourself for something to help us. And so we are not... Adept with the capabilities to be able to check in and be self-aware. And so I'm not saying that everyone is that way, but it's often that way because we're taught to seek outside of ourselves, learn, get the certification, do the thing, achieve, achieve. If you have a headache, we'll take it, take it ibuprofen. But instead of looking underneath that, what is causing the headache? Is it too much screen time? Do I need to start varying what I'm doing? Do I need to change the lighting? So we're not looking for the deep rooted problem. We want the instant gratification. Fix it so I can go achieve and do more.
1: Like She's like speaking my life. I'm like, the thing I find myself saying when something gets in the way, like my health gets in the way or fatigue gets in the way or, you know, even like heartburn gets in the way, I find myself saying, I don't have time for this. Like, I just say it to my, like, honestly, I don't have time for you, headache. I don't have time for you, heartburn. I don't have time for you, non-motivation to go and do this thing, right? And as you're saying that, I'm realizing that's probably a sign.
0: (laughs) That's my own self-awareness sign, right? I was just going to put that right back to you, was that is going to be your sign. I do not have time for this. Anytime you tell yourself, I do not have time for this, Here's what I want you to do. I want you to stop and I want you to get in a straight alignment, feet flat on the floor. So get your head and your neck in alignment and take some deep breaths. So just try out like a halo breath, which is breathing in super deeply from your belly in your nose, and then breathing out a full release, making an O with your mouth. And then you do it again. And so you do it three times and then you just ask yourself, what do I need? Right now. And so the breath is a way to stop you and to reconnect back to your body. Because if you don't do that part, what's going to happen is what do I need right now? Then your answer is going to be like, I just need to fucking get this done. Or I just need to, I just need the headache to go away. I don't have time for this. But if you sit and you're like, actually I do, I need to take a break. I'm going to take a 10 minute break. I'm going to drink a big ass thing of water And I'm going to start feeling a little bit better. So when I come back to this, then I can be focused because really the secret to getting things done and feeling good is having focus. And when you're so distracted because of the headache and so distracted because of your ongoing to-do list, you can't have focus but if you can have focus, you know what I'm talking about? When you're like, whoa, oh, I just busted that out in 20 minutes. That would have taken me like three hours yesterday. Well, why would it have taken you three hours? It would have taken you three hours because you weren't focused. You weren't taking care of yourself. You were feeling like crap. And the goal is to wake up every day and feel good. So how can we feel good every day? What do we need? We need to start asking ourselves these questions in the morning. How do I want to feel? What do I need to feel that way?
1: I'd love it if you gave me like, Some examples of is that like on a one on one you would you would do with your clients, like if they're feeling a certain way or something's not working for them, you would inject this like asking them that repeatedly. But what do you need right now? Like, what do you need to feel? What do you need? What do you need to feel the way you want to feel?
0: Yeah. So all of my coaching is personalized. Everybody's at a different stage of growth and everybody's at a different level in their life. And so yes, 100%. I give them tools, techniques, and strategies personalized to them in order to try it out in their life. And then I ask them to do what's called, I want you to collect evidence on this. So the strategy that I gave you, whenever you tell yourself, I don't have time for this, which is taking care of yourself was the, this we were talking about, you do the three halo breaths, and then you ask what you need in this moment. And then the next step is actually taking action and giving it to yourself, which, like I said, it doesn't have to be long. It could be five minutes. It could be an hour. It could be dropping everything and having a dance party or doing whatever is fun for you. And then trying it out. Okay, so then in the afternoon, how was I? How did I feel? How was my work productivity? How was my communication with my team? How was my communication with my relationships and those people that I say that are most important to me? Collect the evidence, does that work for me? And then you just repeat it over and over and over just like anything else. You have to be consistent with it. Just like going to the gym to build muscles. You can't go one time. You have to go consistently
1: to build them. And then you have to go consistently to maintain them. You can't just drop it. I love that. And do you have, do you recommend like, just like how we schedule every single thing in our, in our schedule, like for our business that we schedule almost like check-in time with ourselves every day? Hmm,
0: That's a really good question. So I have a different take on time and schedules and I'm sure that that we will get into that. (laughs) But I like to schedule white space. And so what I mean by white space is it's not that you're scheduling that you need to do the halo breath and you need to ask yourself the one question, something specific, like we all want to do as entrepreneurs and then go-getters and type A personalities is we schedule blocks of time that have nothing associated with them. It's just blank Space And now this is really important as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that you have this time, especially if you are the leader, if you're the founder, if you're the CEO, because you need this time, one, not only to take care of yourself, but you know, inevitably emergencies are going to come up. And what happens when emergency comes up and you have your day all blocked, calendared out, color coded exactly as you want it to go is something gets pushed off. And so what happens is then you start the next day with an extra thing on your plate that you didn't account for, already getting you in that low-grade chronic stress, already stressing you out, already overwhelming you. And so if you have white space, you have capacity. And we all need more capacity to take care of ourselves and to respond as our highest self in case of an emergency, in case of that something comes up or in case when we ask ourselves that question, what do I need right now? It's like, I'm going to drop everything and just take care of myself. I'm going to go take myself out on a date. I'm going to go take myself on a lunch date. I'm going to take a midday bath. I'm going to do a one hour midday meditation. Because I need to feel good. <laughs> so like midday bath. That sounds fantastic. Uh, doesn't that sound wonderful? And what could you do in the bath? You could visualize your highest dreams and goals for your business, but getting you into that energetic alignment and energy of feeling good, because again, the goal is to focus on feeling good each and every day. It's really changing that up. So going back to scheduling, that was just answering your question about scheduling it in, but I like to schedule in white space 1 to 2 hours per day.
1: So I'll just drop that right there. And like all my bo- all my body went <laughs> tense. I was like 1 to 2 hours of white space per day. Like this is not so this isn't like your lunch hour. That doesn't count.
0: Mm, no. Mm-mm. No. No. And really the The problem isn't the chaos that's around you. It's the chaos in the world inside of your mind. And so that's sort of what we're tackling right now is because most people are not overwhelmed because of the amount of things that they've scheduled on their plate, which everything that's on your plate, you've said yes to. So remembering that you're the scheduler of your schedule, but everything that's overwhelming you oftentimes is not because it's too much. It's just because you're not clear. You're not clear on what you're going after and what you uh, what you want and who you are as a woman. And so you try to be everything to
1: everyone all the time. And it's fucking exhausting. A hundred and ten percent. So how do you how do you find that clarity amongst? Well, I mean, I guess you answered that in that if you've got the white space time to reflect and create, then you'll be able to be more clear on what you want. So getting clear is the first step. So the first step is asking yourself, what
0: do you want? And most of the time when I ask women just that flat answer, what do you want? So if I said, Monique, what do you want? She
1: put me on the spot, guys. This is what happens though. This is a really great question because I do find that there was a point in the year of 2021 where I couldn't answer that question and it drove me bananas. Like I was so upset with myself because I didn't know the answer to that question. And I'm so used to having the answer to that question. Like, it was terrifying. It's like, because you're already in motion and you're like, how is how is it you're in motion and you're not 100% clear on what you want? That's exhausting and a waste of time and also scary because you're like, well, at least I'm in motion. So something is going to happen. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's the what you want to happen. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you're listening closely because I'm about to come through with the juiciest of announcements. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of Zoom learning and virtual connections. That is why I am so excited to announce that we have just opened applications for 25 badass women in business to join us in Miami in 2022 for the very first ever Momentum Personal Branding and Business Retreat. Yes, you heard me rat, we go into Miami. But first let's get something straight. This is not a rah rah retreat or a conference. Momentum is a personal brand building experience. It's a three and a half day hands on training where we get to work. I am partnering with some of the top experts in the game. I'm talking marketing, social media, PR, intellectual property, branding. And over the weekend together, we are going to show you how to position yourself as a captivating industry leader who gets those premium paying clients and aligned speaking opportunities without a huge following or hiring an expensive PR team. Basically, we about to bust your personal brand into the next stratosphere. Plus, you're going to enjoy a luxe venue with Miami Vibes, get that decadent swag bag filled with pampering and business goodies, pose for a stack of juicy new lifestyle headshots, and, of course, mouth-watering eats and treats that demand to be shown over on the gram. My favorite part is I've created the juiciest personal brand playbook that you're going to be able to fill out on the spot so when you leave, you are ready to implement with strategy, confidence, and ease. So if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time to level up your presence and unleash your industry expertise, then this is the invitation that you have been waiting for. So here's the thing. We have limited spots available because we want to create this curated experience for every single one of you who get into that room. So once the spots are gone, they be gone. So if you know you want to be there, just visit bit.ly forward slash momentum retreat. Now let's get in to the episode.
0: So then the next question, and to dig a little bit deeper, because oftentimes if I ask somebody what they want, they don't have an answer, just like what you were expressing, or they say material possessions or doing or accomplishing something. So what if I asked you, how do you want to feel every day? What would you say?
1: Freedom and ease. Freedom and ease. I want to feel excited too. I love, I love like celebration and excitement and something to look forward to. So excitement, freedom, but definitely ease, ease. So that then leads into being able to answer a little bit
0: better what you want. So if your overarching is, I want to feel an abundance of excitement every day through freedom and ease in my life. That is now your measuring tool to say, okay, if I want this, does it give me this feeling? Because oftentimes we're going and seeking and searching to earn, to be able to pay for this life that we can't even enjoy. But if the overarching is I'm going after excitement and freedom and ease, and if it doesn't line up to that, that I'm saying no to everything else because it's not allowing me to feel that way then that's like your barometer. So those are a couple of questions that people can use. First of all, to get really clear on what do I want and how do I want to feel? And reminding yourself every single morning is today, I'm gonna fill an abundance of excitement through freedom and ease in my life, in the work that I do and how I show up as my highest self each and every day.
1: Mm, I love that. I'm going to take your voice recording and like snip it out <laughs> so you can talk to me. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Write it down
0: in your journal. Declare it done over your life every single day as a reminder. And so then when you have your your cue that comes up of I don't have time for that because something's going on physically, mentally, spiritually in your body, then you can go right now in this moment. Do I feel excitement, freedom, and ease? I need to give myself something right now. I need to take care of me. I need to choose me and stop abandoning myself. So again, getting clear. The second thing is creating space and protecting your energy. So this is where I say time is irrelevant We don't schedule based on time because anybody can go in and see, okay, I'm going to work six hours today and I can time block and color code everything that I'm going to do in the morning. I'm going to do answering my emails and follow up. I'm going to do something creative. Then I'm going to record a podcast and then I'm going to write some content and then I'm going to do a strategy session with my team. And then it's going to be the end of the day. Again, there was no white space in there, but think about the energy that's used for all of those things. First, you're starting off your day, super low vibe, answering email and doing administrative tests. That is not making you feel excited. Not at all. (laughs) And then you do something creative. So that's great. And then you switch into a podcast, but then you have to switch again and you have to start leading your team and you have to start doing strategy and you're flipped floppy in between these energies. So at the end of the day where you really want to bring it to your team because of the amazing leader that you are, you can't because you don't have the capacity left for it. That's where I like to say, all right, today is Thursday. On Thursday, I am wearing my CEO hat and I am doing all things strategy and team building and leading and that's it. There's no podcasting. There's no administrative bullshit. There's no writing. There's no none of that. I'm doing that. On Wednesdays, I'm doing all of my podcasts where I'm connecting. I'm either sharing things individually or I'm connecting with other women. On Tuesdays, that is my creative day. And I jam out. I'm going to listen to high vibe music and I'm going to wear sweats and slippers all day. And it's going to be amazing. I'm going to create a bunch of content because I have the energy for that. Do you see what I mean? Where I'm building my schedule based on the energy that I have available? Because let me tell you what, I used to try to time block my day and do all the things at the beginning of the week. I always recommend actually Sunday, end of the week, beginning of the week, however you want to look at it, do a brain dump. This is everything that needs to be done for the week. And then you have to apply these rules to it. Does it actually need to be done? Because guess what? Sometimes we're doing things that doesn't actually need to be done and then does it need to be done by me is this something only I can do and if the answer is no then you need to delegate it you need to ask for help you need to get it off your plate so you're left with only the things that you can do and now you have only the thing the things that need to be done they need to be done right now and they need to be done by you and you allocate it based on your energy for the day that could also mean you're prioritizing things in your personal life so if Your significant other is so important to you. And you have a date night every Thursday. Well, make sure those things, maybe that's your creative day because it's not going to be zapping all of your energy. So you have zero left for your significant other. So you build and design your life based on the energy that you have available. Because again, time is irrelevant. And then within that, you can time block making sure that you have that one to two hours of white space. And again, the white space is freedom for you. You could work more in the white space. You could do nothing in the white space. You could give yourself permission to be bored and do absolutely nothing. Wouldn't that be crazy? Madness. When was the last time you were bored? I like to answer that. I like to ask that question. Most people are like, "Mm, never.
1: Well, you know, what's funny about, about boredom. So first of all, all those tips are amazing. I love, and it's, and it takes me back to when we were scheduling this episode, this interview, and I was picking a day and you picked it based on your energy. Like, oh, I'm going to be in high vibe energy that day. And I was like, how does she already know that she's going to be in high vibe energy that day? Right. And I, I, so I love that. And I'm such a, I feel like I'm such an energy type of business owner, anyways. Like I, I can push through things even when energetically I don't feel it's aligned. But I, I basically am getting from, from you is that I have permission to, I don't have to, I don't have to push through those things. I can just honor exactly how i want to operate and then maybe the burnout can be less of a we know when it we know it's going to come we're just not sure what day it's going to come or what month is going to come and maybe it just doesn't come at all
0: yeah and maybe it doesn't come that would be wonderful because in addition to scheduling based on your energy protecting your energy is really important
1: ooh let's talk about that
0: yeah if you think about it from the time you wake up so if you use an alarm clock the alarms going off. Is that so jarring that drains your energy just right there. And then if you snooze multiple times, you're all up in your head about, I should get up. Oh, I should journal. I should meditate now. Oh, I'm going to snooze more. I should do this. I should do that. So all those shoulds, like the universe does not give you good things based on should energy, right? It doesn't align with that. And so your energy is already drained, And then maybe you spill coffee on your favorite shirt that you're wearing for the day and it drains your energy. And then you immediately go into your email and that's draining your energy and you work from home and your significant other is just on one for the day and that's draining your energy. So you have all these little things that are draining your energy and we don't realize we have to make so many decisions during the day, like what to wear, what to eat, how can we eliminate some decision-making? So maybe you have a capsule type wardrobe. So you just go in and it's almost really similar. You just pull it down and you wear it. You don't have to make any decisions. You might do some meal prep for your lunches for the week. So you don't have to make a decision on what to eat. It's already done for you. You start setting boundaries in that speaking from a place of love and speaking your truth. So. Boundaries are really big, especially around the people that are closest to
1: us. Oh, we need to talk about boundaries because it is so difficult to set them for the people who, like you said, the people who are closest to us. And then even for like the people we work with, who we may really love to work with, or maybe we've worked with them for a long time. And then we realize that boundaries are a thing. And now we want to set them with people who didn't have them before. What do you tell? What do we do then? That is a really,
0: really good question. I remember when I first started setting boundaries, I had just moved from where all my family was in Oregon to Colorado, my husband and I. And so we were just on our own doing our own thing. And I would travel back to Oregon. And I remember my sister came and she's like, I'm going to help you because I was hosting a, a workshop the next day. I'm going to help you do some of the things. So I was so grateful. She came and helped me. And, you know, about four o'clock, I was like, well, when are you taking off? She's like, oh, I'm going to stay probably to like seven or 8 p.m. Until the traffic dies down. And so I told her, plain as day, and this was one of the first times that she really experienced these boundaries. I said, Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, probably around 5 30, I'm going to go up to the room and I'm just going to chill, really going to collect myself, probably do some meditation, really get prepped for tomorrow because. I need to protect my energy because I have a big thing. I'm leading. I need to make sure that I'm connected. I can receive any downloads. I need to make sure I connect with the women that are there. And so her face just looked at me like, what? And we had one more errand to run. So we ran it together and she was extremely quiet the whole entire time. And so she's probably thinking like, you are such a bitch. And so we got back and she just looked at me and she goes, Carm, thank you. And I said, but what, what are you thanking me for? She goes, when you told me that you were going to, you wanted me to leave, or you were going to go up in the room and not spend time with me anymore. I thought you were such a bitch. And then I thought about it and you do have a big thing tomorrow and you do need energy for that. And I respect you. Thank you for showing me how to do that. And that story really sticks out to me. And why I wanted to share that is because it usually doesn't happen that fast where someone realizes, wow, you're, you're giving me permission to set my own boundaries by you setting boundaries. Because most of the time we try to set boundaries and then we get pissed because people are crossing them. But it's not really that people are crossing them. We're allowing them to. So not only do we have to set it from a place of love, like in the example that I gave, I gave her the, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you for helping me. This is so important to me. This is what I'm going to do to take care of myself. And that's speaking it from a place of love. Instead of like, you can't stay that long. I have things I need to do. Do you see how there's like a difference?
1: (laughs) I would be like sitting there looking at her like, this bitch better leave my house because she knows I got (laughs) lots to do tomorrow. (laughs) And trying to figure out how would you say it. (laughs) Right. So you want to
0: speak it from a place of love because then you know that you're speaking your truth. Yes. Or if you're in a busy season, you know, Mo, like you have a big event upcoming this year. And so you're going to be in a busy season as that's going. And so you may communicate something to the people that are closest to you, your friends and family. Hey, friends and family, I have this big new thing that I'm doing this year. And I just want you to know that I love you and I w- want to spend time with you so much, but the time that I have is going to be lessened a little bit but that doesn't mean that I don't love you. But once I'm done, we can all celebrate together. So you might be seeing a little bit less of me these next few months. And so you just set the stage. You want to communicate boundaries frequently,
1: often, and as soon as you know that you're going to need them. Frequently, often, and as soon as you know you're going to need them. I love that.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you just start practicing. And you start practicing small and then you start collecting evidence. Oh, this boundary thing really works. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start setting more. Even in my house, Joel and I live in a condo together in Miami Beach, and you can imagine it's not like it huge and expansive. And so we have to sit the day before. What do you have on your plate tomorrow? What do you have on your plate tomorrow? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm gonna need this time by myself. So you need to peace out or like you know like do this. And so you just communicate like. A, And it is so much easier. This is what I need. I'll even say sometimes when he's like, what's going on with you? Like the energy's off. Like, you know, I just need time alone. That doesn't mean I don't love him, but I don't want to, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to make a decision to think about what he's doing or feeling or anything like that. I need time for me. So you just have to communicate it from a place of love and keep doing it and realize the more that you set boundaries from a place of love that protect your energy, the more that you're going to feel good each and every day.
1: I love that. And it's so funny you were talking about your, your, your partner in that situation. A similar thing happened with my husband where he didn't know how to communicate that I need to be alone thing and he would just, I would keep interrupting what I didn't know was his alone time because he didn't tell me it was his alone time. He just keeps hiding in the house in different rooms and you'd think I'd get the hint, but I didn't. And he would just give me these death stares and a short, curt answers. I was like, what is going on with you? And he's like, well, you kind of see I'm sitting here reading this book. Yes, I see it, but I always talk to you and interrupt you sometime. You never say anything. He's like, well, I find that I really need this time to regroup every single morning from this time to this time. I go, so basically you're saying this, all these times I think you're like hiding. You're actually hiding from me. He's like, yes. He's like, well, you don't seem to get a hint. But the fact that he didn't know how to communicate that to me, and now that he has, and this was like months and months and months ago now, it makes our relationship so much easier because I know. If I can't find him in our house, there's a reason I can't find him in our house. Right. And really being able to respect that. But it was an adjustment on both our parts because I just wasn't used to it. And he wasn't used to saying what he needed. And I wasn't used to respecting boundaries with him in our own house. So that communication piece is so, so important. But also the how you communicate it.
0: Yes, that's 110% important. I, and I love that you bring bring that up, that we are not taught how to communicate our feelings, how to set boundaries, and especially men are not taught that as well. Just our generation growing up, I feel like we somehow skipped the whole feelings and communication and we went right to the doing and achieving and accomplishing And so if you have a partner or a significant other or someone that's close to you that's not good at communicating, an easy thing that you can ask is just like, how can I be better at supporting you? Or what do you need this week, this month, this day? How can I support you more? And so asking inquisitive questions, again, opens the door, gives them a permission slip to be able to communicate what
1: they need to you as well. I love it. Well, we could talk about how to fix Monique for the rest of the rest of the day, but I think we will leave it there because the, you've dropped so many great nuggets. I know that everybody who's listening is taking notes and totally resonating with this because I know it's a conversation on a constant I have with my clients around, how do I set the boundaries? And how do I set it in a way that I don't feel like an asshole and I don't lose my business or I don't lose my loved ones? So everyone who's listening, you need to go and follow Carmen online. I discovered her. We became friends over on Instagram. But Carmen, please tell everybody where's the best place to find you, connect with you, hang out with you. Let the people know.
0: Yes, I'm always on Instagram. So I practice what I preach on my Instagram stories every single day. So you can see a real life example of that. So at Carmen Olin, O-H-L-I-N-G. And if you're just looking for a daily inspirational text to kind of guide you, you can text me at 503-386-2981 and I'll text you right back. Other than that, all things that I do,
1: the podcast, the retreats is at CarmenOling.com. I love it. So you guys go check her out and go and set your boundaries and get your energy right. That's right. That's the most important focus on feeling good. You got to protect your energy. Thanks for being here, Carmen. If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five star rating and left a review over on iTunes. So I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Monique Brian underscore co that's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win until next time my lovelies keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status